Hello, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I wanted to talk about an issue that I have. Uh, I just got a book from the library called um, Party of One, A Loner's Manifesto. Somebody suggested it to me. I think I might have read it years ago and I forgot. I don't know because my memory is a little hazy with things. A lot of times I check out movies that I've already seen and I'm like, I've already seen this. Uh, so on the idea of being a loner, um, I recently had a bad experience. Well, today, today I put myself through a stressful experience. I take responsibility for the stressful situation that I helped create, uh, by not being able to show up to my creative writing group. Um, and there's a poem called the, a part of a poem that I wrote called Oxymorons Through the Door, a group for loners, and they all showed up. Uh, I'm a bit of a workaholic, and I'm a bit of a loner. And so basically, my priority is with my work and not my social life. And I have a tendency to run late when I go to my creative writing group. And my friends are thankfully nice about that. But I feel bad every time I'm late. And today, I couldn't show up at all. Uh, because I feel sick. I don't know if I have an allergy uh, to the pollen in Seattle or if I'm actually sick because I have a bit of a cough and I can't taste or smell anything. So I was feeling kind of bad, but I couldn't. And so like I was thinking, okay, I don't know if I can go this time because I would have to ride my bike with a chest cold is not a good idea. I don't want to make anybody sick. So to make a long story short, or if I drive my car, uh, this is in Capitol Hill in Seattle, which is rip-off parking, and even if you can find parking, you know, it's really crowded. So what I do is I drive my car to a park, and then I walk for 25 minutes to get to my creative writing group that's free. So basically, it takes a while. I either have to ride my bike for 20 minutes, which is quicker, or I can drive for 15 minutes and walk for 25 minutes. So it really takes a long time. If I take the bus, it's even longer because our mass transit is bad in Seattle and it's expensive anyway. So to make a long story short, it would be very complicated. And my friend that was creative writing today has no internet connection on his laptop and he has no cell phone because he doesn't want to do that. And so that's fine. Uh, but it's hard to get a message to him that I couldn't come because I was sick today. So I'm made a point of calling the bookstore and trying to get them to relay the message to him because he's kind of a famous, very recognizable person. Um, long story, but to make a long story short, I put a lot of effort into trying to get him the message, but I still feel guilty. Um, and I'm thinking, I know I'm being hard on myself and that's silly. I don't want to be hard on myself, but I do want to acknowledge that when you're late or you don't show up, because when I model, I'm extremely responsible. I'm almost always on time. Every once in a while, I barely make it or I show up three minutes late or whatever, but I'm generally known as a very on-time art model. And in the art modeling world and medical modeling world, if you're not on time, they're not going to hire you again. You have to really be on top of it. So basically with my work life, I'm very professional and show up on time and I'm very organized about it. But in my personal life, not as much. I have a hard time showing up on time. I tend to run late. 
So I wonder why that is, you know, does that, is that because I'm stressed out and I don't really want to do a lot of personal social things? Is that because I don't get a lot of value out of being social with other people? And I know I sound kind of like a selfish jerk when I even say things like this, but I am just trying to be honest about what is it? Because obviously when I work, I get paid for it. But I think also my self-esteem, I feel like when I work as an art model or a medical model, I'm earning money and supporting myself, and that's a practical thing that I do. But I feel like it's more to it than that. I feel like I get some kind of feeling of self-esteem when I work. Like I feel like they need me, they, they appreciate me, I am included, I am wanted, I am needed. In my personal life, I don't feel as much that way. I have a mom and a dad and a couple close friends and my creative writing group. But honestly, I don't feel like I get as much from doing those things, from, you know, giving and receiving with other people. I don't feel so I'm thinking maybe I really am a loner. And to really honor myself, even though I might feel lonely from time to time, which probably means I'm not a loner, because they say, if you're really a loner, you don't feel lonely. You feel like you love your solitude and like you're with whatever you're doing. You're not really alone. You're with your, your, you're with your cat or your dog or you're with nature or you're with a book that you're reading or you're, you know, you're with whatever it is that you're doing. I love to listen to, uh, YouTube videos on nutrition and whatever other topics. I might write a memoir about my life. And I'm really interested in that. And honestly, I, I have no idea who even listens to my recordings, but I like the idea of my recordings being um, of value to other people and that it's not just some narcissistic thing that I'm doing for myself. And at the same time, and I've taken a lot of self-portrait photos, which weirds some people out, uh, but I think of myself as a photographer and a model. So it could be that I am... Um, really self-centered and a loner. Maybe I am a narcissist. I don't know. I mean, I do care about other people and I have empathy and compassion. So I'm not like a sociopathic narcissist. But if I am a narcissist, it's the kind that is a loner, that is very introspective, and that likes to spend most of their time by themselves. And yet I feel defensive and like I need to prove something. Because we know that in the United States, loners are labeled as weird, antisocial, uh, serial killers, unabombers, you know, just like a, a lot of negative stereotypes about what's what somebody who a loner, you know, what, what somebody's like if they're a loner is usually seen as something really creepy and negative. Um, instead of a lot of loner, quote unquote, are artists, are people who like to make art, who write books, who are songwriters, Curse songwriters are special loners because they like to write songs by themselves, but then they record and perform them on stage in front of the audience. And so that's how they give to other people is that they take their self-absorption and their creative process and then they share it with other people. I like to think I'm one of those kind of loners, but maybe not. Maybe I am more of a selfish loner. I don't know. So I'm just pondering these things and I just thought I would put it out there. Uh, has anybody else read that book, Party of One, A Loner's Manifesto? And if so, what did you get out of it? 
Um, are there other loners listening to this? Um, also, I, I don't know if, you know, if you, uh, if you can tell, my voice sounds different than normal. I have, um, let's see, <coughs> no, you can't really hear it, but sometimes when I cough, there's like phlegm in my chest, which is really gross and not my normal because I don't smoke or anything. So usually my lungs are very clear and clean and I don't have a cough. So I can't smell or taste anything. At first I thought this was an allergy to pollen, but now I'm feeling like it's worse than that, but maybe not. So I feel kind of guilty that I didn't go to my creative writing group and that I wasn't able to get the message to my friend that was there. The other lady that writes with us couldn't be there today anyway, so there was just going to be me and this one other person there. Um, so I feel bad, but uh, I spent all my energy doing something else with my boyfriend, and then when I got home, I was too rushed, and my cat needed me, and I felt really guilty because I had to rush around and get ready, and I was going to ride my bike, and then my chest felt bad, and I thought, okay, I can't ride my bicycle if I can't breathe properly, and I'm coughing. That would be self-destructive, but then it, there wasn't time to drive my car either because there's no parking down there, and it's a rip-off, and if you can find parking, it's still a rip-off, but you have to actually find, you know, Capitol Hill is a very busy neighborhood in Seattle, and it's hard to find parking, and it's a rip-off, so I am kind of a tightwad and I hate spending money on parking and I won't do it unless I absolutely have to. So to make a long story short, the timing did not work out and I was really stressed out and I felt kind of dizzy and grumpy and delirious and hot. So I might be sick or I might just have an allergy or it might be both. At my boyfriend's house last night, I used his sinus. Um, he has like a nasal uh, rinser. And we use distilled water and saline solution, which is the safe way. Because if you use tap water, that can be dangerous. People have died from doing that, rinsing their nasal passages out because you can get an infection. But we use distilled water and saline solution to rinse my, my nose out. And then I felt better, but now I'm starting to feel icky again. So I don't know. Maybe this is just an allergy that feels a little bit like a sickness mixed in with an allergy, or maybe it's both. So if it's a sickness, then I don't want to take allergy medications because that suppresses your immune system. But if it's an allergy, then I feel like, okay, take some allergy, you know, allergy pills or whatever. But so I'm just rambling at this point. But these are just issues I struggle with as a loner, quote unquote. Um, I feel kind of stressed out when I plan a lot of social things. And um, it really stresses me out, and yet I seem to thrive when I have a busy work schedule. So maybe I'm just afraid of intimacy with, with friends, or I've learned because of my difficulty with the way I grew up, I've learned to put value in school and work and getting paid and working with people in a professional level, and maybe I don't put enough value or I don't know how to give and receive in a way that feels good to me in personal friendships and relationships. I do my best with my boyfriend, but honestly, I feel like I just have enough energy to spend one or two days a week with my boyfriend, and then I just want to be by myself again. So I guess that means I really am a loner, and um, I feel stressed out when I try to interact with other people too much, and yet I'm recording myself into a microphone, hoping that somebody will listen. So I don't know if I'm talking to God Am I talking to myself? I don't really, I'm not a religious person. I don't believe in God, like a man in the sky. But when I, when I say God, I mean like energy of the universe, my higher self, my heart, my soul. I don't know what I'm, like, am I talking to you, the listener, the human listening to this? 
or am I talking? Because I rarely get any feedback, so I don't know who's listening. And if you are listening, thank you for listening. I hope you're getting something out of my recording. And if not, I'm sorry. Please don't waste your time if you're getting nothing out of this. Um, but we'll just see that, you know, I don't know if I'm talking to, am I recording this for myself uh, as a narcissistic thing or or to learn something and get feedback? You know, like if I listen to my recordings, I sometimes learn something like, oh, I didn't realize I came off that way or you know, I can learn something by self-reflecting in this way. Or is this, you know, is this a narcissistic thing? Or is this something useful to myself and others? Who knows? So have a good day, everybody. And life is complicated. And yet life is simple. So yeah, my website is shannonkringen.com. I do a bunch of artwork and share bits and pieces of my life. It's all random improvisation. I make a full-time living as an art and medical model, which is kind of complicated and kind of stressful, but I kind of like it. Actually, I love it. I like my weird schedule, but it is very challenging to keep up with my schedule and do my income tax and all that jazz. But I don't know what else to do. I haven't had too many normal full-time jobs that I liked, and I didn't... uh, The idea of pursuing art full-time and trying to make a living full-time with my artwork totally stresses me out, so I don't even try to do that. Mostly just do my art for free and share it online under Creative Commons license. I have a weekly radio show that's 60 minutes on hollowearthradio.org every Thursday, 3 to 4 p.m. Seattle Pacific Time. And then I archive it on mixcloud.com slash goddesskring. So goddesskring, Shannon Kringen, I share a bunch of stuff online, mostly visual art. I'm probably going to write a memoir. I'm in the works of writing a memoir and self-publishing it. It's going to be uh, partly autobiographical and partly philosophical. It's going to be some poetry that I wrote in there. And there's gonna, I'm going to self-publish it. And there's going to be poetry, philosophy, and a little bit of life story, because I've had an unusual life, took the road less traveled, and that has made all the difference, yada, yada, yada. So I work full time as an art model, which was, you know, a challenging career to create for myself. And that's why my schedule is so topsy turvy. And that's also why I say yes to every job that comes my way, even if I'm overworking, because I don't know when my next job will come. But I wish I had more faith that it would continue working out for me in terms of that. Uh, And so maybe my book will have a chapter in there. How did I become a full-time freelance art and medical model in case anybody can learn from that? And I might write about how did I, somebody said they wanted me to write about how did you, how did you get the courage to do your Goddess Kring TV show? I did a public access TV show where I danced around nude with body paint and basically told all kinds of private things, kind of like a video diary. Sometimes I think it was appropriate and refreshingly honest, and sometimes I feel like I spilled my guts in a way that was maybe not the healthiest thing for me to do, maybe a cry for help or attention. I don't even know. I think there's pros and cons to everything I did on my TV show. It was on every week from 1996 to 2011 in Seattle, Washington, USA, called Goddess Kring. If you Google online, you can find things about it, probably. But um, I might write about what propelled me to do that. People seem to be curious about that. And I want to write my book for my own creative expression, But I and I'm 50 years old now. 50, 50 years old. I can kick and stretch and kick. And so I'm 50, and I want to talk about my nutrition and how that's helped my mental and physical health. And so I want to 
have different chapters that are on different topics and my alternative, interesting, unusual childhood and the way I was raised by parents that were divorced, an only child, and I was kind of back and forth between my parents, and mostly my mom and my dad and then my grandparents, but mostly my parents, and uh, was taught different things by each parent and was put in alternative school versus public school where I was picked on and harassed. And then alternative school, I went to alternative college, Antioch University here in Seattle. So there's all kinds of things I could talk about education and my philosophy and Hunter Wasser, my favorite painter, Tori Amoson, Tom Petty, my favorite songwriters, and I don't know, just some kind of synchronicity and pattern, something like that. So thanks for listening. Have a good day, everyone. Uh, trust yourself and follow your heart. That's my advice to myself and to you. Bye-bye for now.